Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially semifinal playoff week. Welcome everyone into today's edition of PHOI Union Podcast. I'm, of course, of one half of your hosts here, JP Zapata, always joined by the lovely Renee Washington. And Renee, we finally can talk about a playoff matchup. It's the week of. What's going We're talking on? playoffs, guys. Playoffs. We're talking playoffs. I love that we already have people in the chat, even though the chat is getting pretty rowdy pretty fast. <laughs> Howdy, King Krabs. JP, King Krabs, I learned earlier today, has evolved from Eugene Krabs. He's now King Krabs. Uh, we also have Batita. Welcome like in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's evolved. He's leveled up. Uh, welcome in, guys. It is match week officially. Um, King Krabs rocking the Eagles. Yes, he's calling you out for rocking the Eagles gear because, of course, as it's match week, it's also game day here That's in Philly. Right. We're all excited because we're just hours away from the start of the Eagles-Chiefs Monday night primetime game. But also the fact that we can preview the matchup. We're going to have a great guest on, with us later today uh, giving us a nice Cincinnati perspective. And yeah. um, one of the writers and, and contributors that covers Cincinnati, Cincy. But more importantly, we can finally talk about the union having a game. About the time. It's about the time. I'm excited, too. Um, I know, like, I've had a lot of comments in all my comment sections throughout social media talking about just, like, the lack of excitement. And I completely understand. I mean, for myself, too. Like, I have to actually tell myself, like, dude, we still got playoffs. Like, the union are just three <laughs> wins away from hoisting the trophy we've all been wanting. But it's wow. it's right here, guys. It is right here. We don't have an easy matchup Saturday. You have the current Stanley, oh, Stanley Cup, the current MLS Cup. <laughs> now I feel like you because now that, I'm doing see, that's what I was. That's what I've done too, the well, baseball and soccer crossover. <laughs> so we have the Supporter Shield winners this year in Cincinnati. <laughs> Pat Newton knows us very well. So this is not going to be easy, but you have to hope that the way this team is built, that should be what gives us the edge over the Cincinnati here. We'll talk about the matchup here, but just – like thinking of it as a fan, like you gotta feel good, guys. You genuinely do. I, I know it's hard to get excited, guys, but <laughs> get get the get the juices flowing. Let's go. Well, yes, um, it's exciting. I know I was I was cracking up because I saw you tweeting out about match week, and people were commenting like, "Oh yeah, that's right. It's still in the middle of soccer <laughs> season." Like at this point last year, the MLS was over. We had already right. seen the MLS Cup final where the Union lost to LFC and penalty kicks. And we, at this point, were just focusing on football, basketball, hockey, Thanksgiving. But now, as we're talking about Thanksgiving, we are talking about the Eastern Conference semifinals. Welcome in, Santiago. Nice to have you here. Yes, fly goes fly. Hashtag single Renee. Oh, good Lord. I've got a hashtag now. Hashtag. Jeez Louise. Oh um, but yes, it is uh, great to be able to have a chance to, to talk about the matchup. And yes, Babita, we've got you covered with plenty of PHOI shows today leading up to the Eagles game tonight. Because it's you want to talk about feeling like forever. It's been forever since the Union have had a chance to play a game. Um, and it was wild. It's been wild when you think about it. It's going to end up being three weeks, essentially, right. from that Wednesday night game to the Saturday uh, next round game versus FC Cincy on the 25th. So uh -huh. three almost full weeks that we had of a break. But as we get into Monday today, mm -hmm. I think one of the exciting things is that now we can take a chance to really look at the week as a whole, right. not just previewing Saturday. Okay. How do we get there? What do we right. need to see? What needs to happen? What do we want to see? Because it's, it's an important, this week is so important to make sure every single day we're getting the right things that the union come Saturday are ready to knock off FC Cincinnati in advance to the Eastern conference finals. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's really what it comes down to. And this is, 
This is so important. It's not even just this week, Renee. It's literally like the, the three weeks that we've had to wait for this game. And that's really the challenge here for Jim and the guys. Like, how do you get, like, because us as fans are having a tough time of staying excited for this game. The tough part is for these players who have to stay warm and have to stay ready for a playoff game. Even though we had so much time to, between both games, between game two and now this semifinal matchup against Cincinnati, the tough part will be trying to get these guys ready, trying to get these guys with that excitement again and that fire that we know that they can play with. But I do have confidence in Jim and the guys because they have done this before. We've had bye weeks before. Oh, yeah. It's It's been bad for us. It's also been really good for us. And I think from those experiences, that should give Jim and the coaching staff what they need to get this team prepared. It's the playoffs. I mean, if you're not ready for this, I mean, you shouldn't be suiting up in that blue and gold. It's simple as that. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see these guys start off hot on Saturday night. And it's going to be cold. <laughs> it is. So this is the other part that I always like to stress because there's more to the, the fact that the season's being stretched out besides just the break. It's the fact that as you're getting closer and closer to December soccer, mm -hmm. for many areas of the country, it is freezing in December. Oh, and yeah. as a former soccer player myself, I can speak from experience that once you get past November, you have... Every day you can get something totally different in terms of weather. It might be snowy and flaking one day. It might be warm and like 70 the next day. So that is the other part, especially with teams, Cincinnati, Philly, obviously Orlando, you know, they don't have to worry about it. Columbus. When you have teams that are in these areas that are cold this time of year, that's a whole other element, right. quite literally, that you have to worry about. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 very chilly and it's a shame because it's actually been nice weather lately. Yeah. Um, and of course, one of the biggest things that... Um, the, the weather does that likes to play tricks on you is that come game time, all of a sudden it drops like 50 degrees. So as much as we were in like shorts, like a couple days ago and things were warmer ish, it, it's going to, it's going to be cold Saturday. I can't deal Watch. with this weather anymore. Like I, one day, like one day I'll be wearing a t-shirt outside and like how you get sick today. I need a, I need a full on winter coat. Trap weather is what I call it. Literally. It's trap weather. I don't mean, I haven't seen Cincinnati's weather for Saturday. Like, what if we get like 67 degree weather <laughs> in, in November here, guys? That's a realistic thing. You're wrapped up. We're, I don't know who the weather personnel is in Cincinnati. Like, we have, you know, our great Sam well, champion, but. I can tell you from myself that as a former meteorologist, that's always wrong about the weather. <laughs> and I was terrible as a meteorologist when I used to do local news. Um, it's probably going to be awful, and I'm hoping I'm wrong. So, it's yes. Today in yes. So, it looks like right now, high of 47, low of 30 so far yes. on Saturday. Partly cloudy. Well, <laughs> that's our weather update from weather update from JP. There you go. It. There you go, meteorologist <laughs> here. Um, Jose, you're saying no King Henry. No, not oh, today. Nice to have you here, though, Jose. King Crabs are also, you guys are still talking about. You and Santiago, you're trying to match make me. Apparently, we've become the PHOI matchmaking show. Um, thank you for clarifying with the asterisk there, though. Kane Krabs is a former Hall of Fame soccer player. I did post some, you know, I was in my union shirt posting, uh, I posted on social media the other day, yesterday, fun. getting some touches. I was getting excited. I was getting hyped up for the game this weekend, guys. I don't know how else you get hyped up and excited for the game, but that's what I was doing because I've, uh, uh, I've scared Renee because uh, we've watched some games together now. <laughs> and so that literally what she did in that clip is me like watching a game because I'm just so anxious yes. and antsy. That is actual footage of what it's like to watch a game with JP because he paces around the office good lord but 
It is exactly uh, less than a week. It is exactly, finally, I should say, match week. And the countdown is in single digits, which mm-hmm. is exciting in itself because there was a time we were in the question mark phase. We don't know when the game's going to be. Mm-hmm. Then once the date was locked in, we, of course, uh, then started the double-digit countdown. Yep. So, you know, heading into this week now, how are you feeling, JP, knowing what we know so far as yeah. of this moment? I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy we're finally here, like I mentioned. But like I said, this playoffs is wide open. Like we have eight teams left. No one can legitimately say here that there's a clear cut favor. You can argue all you want, yeah. but there's no clear cut favor. And obviously the element of the playoffs, there's always a surprise. There's a Cinderella story going on right now. Can mm-hmm. Casey continue on? And even though, you know, Cincinnati has been clearly the best team in the MLS in the regular season, the playoffs is a different animal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we complain about this break, but Renee, maybe, just maybe, this break may have helped us. Because like I mentioned before, the union have had to deal with bye weeks. They, they know For what sure. it's like to have a certain amount of time off while everyone else is playing. Cincinnati have been, you know, I've been going through this as well. They've had more time off. How will Pat and the boys over there prepare for this? That's one obviously we'll talk about at the 430 uh, mark here on the show, but that's going to be the key. How will Cincinnati prepare? Because we know how the Philly has done this before. That's true. I mean, a big part about the playoffs is it's not just about being more talented. And I've said this many, many times. There are so many other aspects to the postseason because it is the pressure of especially once you get to single elimination games Mm -hmm. the pressure of trying to play for your season to continue and so you have to understand how to manage the emotions the excitements you know what happens if you get give up a goal or you score first you know what happens if you have an international break and now there's 19 days 18 days between your games so it's a lot to have to manage on top of the fact that you are tactically and and everything else trying to make sure you're at your best Mm -hmm. so a lot to to look at and as you mentioned the union have been here before this is the one good thing i guess you can say about the fact that throughout the regular season there's several breaks in the schedule where you know you may have off seven, 10 days between games that, you know, now they're having a chance to get healthy, maybe take a step back and look at some things and regroup and be a little bit more refreshed coming into Saturday's game, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, guys, with it being playoffs, and obviously we are in the heart of birds, Sixers, and Flyers season, what better way to get prepared than with the Game Time app? Have you ever been down in a tailgate without tickets and wanted to go in, but you didn't want to pay the price? Well, Game Time has it settled for you because right beforehand, you can go right on the app, check out the prices, and you can get a low price here for going to a game. And of course, right now for the first time buyers, we have the promo code PHLY for your first purchase at game time. You get $20 off, ladies and gentlemen. That's beer. That's beer right there. (laughs) So ladies and gentlemen, head on over to game time. Check that out right beforehand. Use the promo code PHLY. And thank you to game time for being one of our sponsors here today. All right. Well, with that, let's get into a little bit of a different segment here. Let's get into some more or less, because as we are preparing for these this game on Saturday. Um, listen, we've had plenty of time to dive into things. And last week we did a, a, we took time to talk about players. We took time to talk about, um, you know, just looking back at the three rounds, the three, excuse me, the possible three game round that ended up only, only needing two games, obviously against new England, just recapping that, processing all the information, taking a chance to breathe. And so now I feel like as we're looking ahead, before we bring our guest on and talk about Cincy, 
it's it's great to have a chance for us to kind of take a step back and say, now that we've had time, what do we want to see more of or less? More or less? Yeah. Maso menos. Hey. Um, <laughs> so we're going to play a little, a little bit of maso menos, more or less here on PHOI Union Podcast and just taking a look at things we want to see more of from the union, things we want to see less of from the union as we prepare for the Eastern Conference semifinal showdown against FC Cincinnati. And I will go first. And saying my list, JP, I'll let you jump in after me. I've got four, four key things. So one of the things that I want to see less of, and this is probably one of the most important things if I had to put something in bold, less distractions for this week. Like I'm not just talking about Saturday. I mean this entire week. Hmm. I want to see less distractions from the union. I want to see all conversation being around the game, the matchup, the task at hand. I don't want to see anything in the news. I don't want to see or any chatter. I don't want to hear anything no else. Stories. No Instagram <laughs> stories. Just business, business, business. I want less distractions and more business from the union this week. I also want to see more uh, layers to their attack in terms mm-hmm. of their spacing, better spacing, more spacing. So at times we see them very uh, close together. It's a lot of small little passes, little flick passes, little cut passes, which are cute, which are great every once in a while. But it really makes it tough to be able to stretch your opponents defensively if you are not able to move them. So these little five, six yard passes are not great uh, when you're especially in transition because you want to make sure that you're stretching your your opponents defensively Mm -hmm. and that is going to allow you to unbalance them, to find gaps to play into, to make runs, to get into the attacking third. So I want to see more spacing and layers to their attack where it's not just going with your forwards, Mm -hmm. but have waves of your attack. You've got, you're staggered. You've got your backs getting into the attack. Your mids are joining and making different runs, which leads me to my next one. More off the ball movement, dynamic movement. The two of those go hand in hand. The movement helps create the space. And it's not enough to just be moving. Moving with creativity and flair that makes it hard for FC Cincinnati to know what you're doing. So don't be so predictable. A lot of times we see the union in their attack just kind of attack the same way over and over again. And I love to see them do a better job of as soon as you win it, finding more space, getting, getting your heels to the sideline, getting your width, getting your shape, getting organized quickly. And now with your runs, you're making runs diagonal. Maybe you're peeling off a defender. Maybe you're running across the back line and tucking in, just mixing up the types of runs you're doing because it will make it very difficult for, an F- for any team, especially mm-hmm. for FC Cincinnati, to be able to defend you if they don't know where you're going. And if every play looks the same of trying to get flank services as the best way to attack, it's going to be very easy to defend. So then my last one connects these previous two less attacks with three players or less in it mm. there have been many times especially in transition where we see daniel gazda going we'll see quinn sullivan going we'll see julian kranz if he's out there when he's out there healthy we'll see you know michael Ua out there going and that's it one or two you see quinn sullivan getting across in the box and only daniel's in the middle there's nobody else. You see Ali Badoya looking to make a cross into the box or make a pass in, and there's nobody there. So get your spacing, get your shape, get numbers forward. You've got to release. As soon as you win the ball, in order to sustain possession and keep it, instead of giving it right back, you have to have options to pass to. So I'd love to see the union do a better job 
starting with less distractions, but then also making sure in your offense, you are hitting on these things. So less distractions, you're attacking with more than three players. So less times we're attacking in one or two, going up against three or four defenders. It's not going to work against any team, especially in the MLS postseason time. Maybe one play here or there, you catch somebody quick in transition, but you've got to make sure you're releasing, getting numbers forward. And then on the other side, I need more off-ball movement, more spacing, be more dynamic with that. So now you can bring that flair, that creativity to create, 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 and put passes into dangerous areas and balls into dangerous areas that you can finish and win this game on Saturday. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to uh, – one of my points is going to build off of what kind of what Beautiful. You said. I'll let you jump in on it then. All right. So <laughs> um, so we'll start with one of my, my first one is going to be the less. I want to see less overthinking in the final third. Oh, that's a good you know, one. Kind of like what you said. You know, one thing we did see in game two was just the spacing in the final third just made absolutely no sense. And there wasn't like that, that decisiveness, like that killer instinct in that final third. You know, you mentioned doing different things – you really want to do that against Cincinnati because this coach in Cincinnati, Pat Newton, knows you like the back of his hand because he was here for so many years. Mm -hmm. And so you want to make sure that this one, you come up with a different game plan. But I need to see less overthinking in that final third. It is that simple. Uh, more Something more I want to see of is shots from Gazak, more quality shots specifically from Daniel Gazak. You know, we make the joke here, the PK King. <laughs> we we love that he does that, but we know he can do more than that. We know he can score goals in the open field. So we want to see that, especially in this matchup. You know, on the other side, Mr. Gazdak, you know what you're going to have? Don Luciano Costa, who's probably going to win the MLS MVP this year. And right now, they're probably, most likely, everyone is saying, he's the better number 10 than you. Mm. I want you to take that and fuel yourself and show the league why you are the better number 10. I think that Gazak can absolutely do that. Less, I want to see less de just defensing from Mbizo. And I know that kind of sounds counterintuitive, but Alvaro Barreal is who's going to be going up on that side. Mm. He's one, a very, very quality left back in this league. If I see Mbizo chasing him all game long, I'm going to have Nanyers. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, no. I, I need to see Mbizo playing discipline. Um, I'm assuming that we're going to roll with Mbizo at the right and stick Perio back at the left. That was solid against New England. I don't feel too comfortable about that, obviously, for attacking purposes. But, you know, they can go with the back three, potentially. You put Harry as a center back, Matt Rial as a left back. But regardless of what you do, Mbizo is more than likely going to start. And I just don't want to see him, you know, chasing after another winger. So I want to see that. And then, of course, more news on Glezis, honestly. Um, if we can get him back, that'd be awesome. I'm not saying that he's going to start Saturday. But, you know, any positive news would be great. Anything, any news from, from Jakob Glasser. So those are my two lessons and my two more. So I want to see less overthinking in the final third, less just bad defense from Mbizel. Let's put it that way. More shots, more quality shots by Gazak, and some positive news on Mr. Jakob Glasner's reigning MLS defender of the year. No defender of the year is in this matchup. We're going to have two on the sidelines. I, I know it's wild. Uh, it, it would be great when you think about having a chance to get Daniel Gazdak going, yeah. um, keep him by in general out of the hot seat. Uh, if we don't have to see him chasing and scrambling at the outside back and defensively, they're, they're organized. And I wanted to put in the defense in general, but I feel like so much in my opinion has really come down to the offense. 
keep not helping take pressure off of your backs. Part of your role as an, as an attacking unit is the more you're creating corners, shots, opportunities, the more time you're giving your backs to rest, you know, stay organized. But if they're chasing the entire game and you're defending the entire game, you're only increasing the chances for when the dam's going to break. Eventually, it's, it's going to be a breakthrough. It's going to be a mistake that happens. Yeah. So if the offense, starting with Daniel Gazdag, Julian Caron's, of course, back, if the offense can alleviate some of that pressure in how they're attacking and sustaining, you know, chances in the attacking third, keeping the ball on their end, that will make me feel a lot better. And definitely we don't want you having an aneurysm because that <laughs> would not be good, JP. But you know what can be good for you always and is always good for you? It's Hero Bread because mm. Hero Bread is the place you can go to make sure you're eating delicious, nutritious, fluffy bread. High fiber, low carb options that fit every dietary or allergy or any sort of lifestyle constraints you have because Hero Bread is a place where you can go to make sure that you are eating right. And with the holiday season coming up especially, we want to make sure that we're not just loading up on the carbs and all the food, but we're eating delicious you can still have a nice full plate, but do it the right way. And with Hero Bread, you can get sliced breads, tortillas, rolls. They've got all different types of options for you. And you can head over to Hero.co. Use the code PHLY to be able to get 10% off of your purchase. And at Hero Bread, you can always get fewer calories than the leading national brand, making sure you're getting that ultra-low net carb, zero gram sugar per slice, high-fiber options that you're able to check out over at Hero Bread. All right, crew, in the chat, I know uh, you guys have been talking, you had been, have been talking a lot. Uh, curious and interested to know what your thoughts are on things that you want to see more of or less of from the union mm -hmm. and how the union can be successful this week. Overall, the prep this week is so important. With today sure. being Monday, they've obviously had a chance to have some down days and, and have a little bit more time off. But unfortunately, you have guys like Andre Blake and, and all those that are representing their respective countries are still playing, getting extra games. So they're not getting that time off. Right. So this week is important, and not just for the union, every other team, that's all eight teams right now that are in the, the hunt for the MLS Cup are going to the same scenario of trying to manage all of these different uh, schedules and changes and time zones and things going on to be able to have their routine day pay. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really important. It's it's always tough too when you do have international break. Um, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But it's gonna be important for you know the concentration and just getting guys back and ready for Cincinnati. It's gonna be tough. You got a break, and then we go right into playoffs, right into semifinals as well. Yeah, it's exciting to think about this rematch of the Eastern Conference semifinals, and definitely looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I hate to use the word rematch because I don't think I always think of rematch as like a negative because you lost. But for the Union, they obviously didn't lose in the Eastern Conference semifinals last year with Cincy that did, and hoping that's the same result again this year. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to finally getting a game. You know, this this has been such a dragged out postseason, and I'm I have no idea to be honest, JP, how they're going to come out. You know, and it's been such a long time since we last saw that the union play a game. Who knows what they're going to look like come Saturday? I mean, it's also you have to throw in this other wrinkle. And I know the union were just posting something about uh, they posted for everybody on the team. They kind of went through different guys and coaches. Jim was on there as well. Different coaches. Favorite Thanksgiving food. And that made me chuckle. And I'm like, oh, shoot, they have to load up on Thanksgiving food, enjoy time with their family. And then they get to go play Saturday. So that part is like a. Double-edged sword. I'm not saying what they eat on Thursday is going to drastically affect Saturday. It's not. It's absolutely not. But it is a good chance for them to have a, a break, be with their families, celebrate. I saw everything from steak, which I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's 
if you don't like turkey, steak, I guess, is a good option. Uh, sure. Lots of turkey options. I saw a variety of different food. Some casseroles that were in there. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a big I'm not on the casserole person. train. Yeah. I don't even actually understand casserole. I don't. It just feels either. like a glob of a combination of things. It looks gross. It's giving the, have some more sloppy jokes. Right? I just always think of like a cafeteria lady like slopping a big thing of casserole on your tray. <laughs> and you're like, thanks. <laughs> like what is, who came up with casserole? Okay. Okay. I'm just going to say it. I feel like casserole started... And I don't know the history of casserole. And actually, I've never even eaten casserole because I don't want to. I'm giving you the history of casserole. In my guys. opinion, casserole, and I might do a deep dive one day and find out where casserole originated. <laughs> to me, it was like, I have all this leftover gook. I don't know what to do with it. And okay. I'm going to just throw it all in a bowl and you can eat it. That I don't know. It just right. sounds to me like, like leftovers. Um, Google has it as a kind of large deep pan or bowl used for cooking a variety of dishes in the oven, uh, a category of foods cooked in such a vessel, whatever. Um, oh, that's a casserole dish. But like every, everything I'm looking up for casseroles is just so bizarre to me. It's just, it's bizarre. It doesn't make, oh, oh, okay. Oops. Tyler got the real definition for me. Well, I don't know if this is what I call real. The word casseroles <laughs> derived <Whoa>. from a... <laughs> Tyler, what are your thoughts on, on casserole? Google. Gross. Especially green bean casserole. That's 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 nasty. Ah. Come on. So the word casserole allegedly is derived from a French word that means saucepan. Apparently, casseroles originated as a communal pot that people shared for meals. Exactly. The oldest recipe for casserole around 1250, guys. 12, 1250, 1250. BC, basically. Uh, AC, what are we talking about here? AD, BC? <laughs> Consisted of pasta sheets cooked in water, layered with grated cheese and spices. That's disgusting. So, I mean, but that does, like, listen, I, there's one thing, like, especially like in, like, pre, like, I, maybe 2000s in America, we just threw cheese on every single thing and called it a dish. I know you don't sound too fond about that, but that sounds... <laughs> Like a pre-2000 type of dish that was, came together. That's Just like, throw cheese on everything. Gators owned, and welcome in Gators owned, um, as well as Elijah, by the way. I didn't <laughs> yeah, say an official hello to. Gators owned is saying the same thing as you. It's an excuse to just add cheese and sour cream to everything. Um, Babita is saying Tyler produces all of these shows. Tyler actually doesn't leave. He just lives here. Produces every man. show. Tyler, basically, we're always on the show together, Tyler. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there's an ever bit. Well, I shouldn't say ever, but I think in the last couple of weeks, every show that you have been on, I have produced. So either you really enjoy working with me, or you're so tired of this at this point. I don't know. I, now that I think about it, I don't. I'm really on a show without Tyler. So there, we're the dynamic duo. Plus, whoever. It, it varies from there. And but then Jamie and I just interchange. So. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but yeah, uh, King Crabs is saying the only reason you watch the show is because casserole is fair. You know what? I'll take that. I will take that. But that casserole easy. to me is a bizarre thing. And a lot of people on the union were saying they like casserole. And I was concerned about that as well. I just don't know what that says about your taste buds. I don't know what it says about your food options. Because it literally is just, a, I just picture a pan of like here's all the leftovers i'm just gonna throw it in and not even in a, in a way like soup soup is like you throw a little broth on there you add some rice some meat you can make that's that's different casserole to me is just like gook is the best way i can i can describe it it's just gross 
Um, but you know what's not gross is this great deal that we've got for Black Friday because as they're gearing up for the holidays, you don't have to be discouraged and frustrated because of all the casserole. Instead, you can be excited because of the PHOY Black Friday deals that we've got. That's right. 25% off the entire PHOY Locker. So head over to phoylocker.com. When you spend $75, as you can see on your screen for those watching live, Gator Zone, Babita, King Krabs, Elijah, Santiago, whoever else is watching live as well as in the chat you guys can spend $75 or more and you receive a $15 gift card right away and the Black Friday deal kicks off November 24th just four days from now and runs all the way through November 27th so take advantage of our Black Friday deal over at phoylocker.com I love some good Black Friday deals as well as Cyber Monday deals I'm all about it Amazon I'm coming for you and Sheen and all my other places that I shop. And you guys can shop too at phoylocker.com with a nice gift card coming your way when you spend more than $75. Thank you, King, King Krabs, for calling me and Tyler the Kobe Shack. Take that. PHOI. You're Robert Horry. I will take that. We have like five championships. <laughs> yeah. Ring, King. Yeah. Like please. 20 plus year career. I didn't like that that Suns and Spurs. Not a big, when I, was I was not a, kid. a huge Horry fan, but. Well, he at least won championships. Yeah, yeah that's valid. That's super valid. I think that. I would. Uh, I don't know from the league that Lakers crew who would, who I'd have you as. Maybe you're the Derek third. Fisher. Yeah, Derek Fisher was like the third <laughs> wheel on those teams, right? I'll make it the third wheel. You're the Derek Fisher of the squad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, hopefully, not with the controversy though. That yeah, he had I later in life because he had a lot going on. <laughs> well, we've talked a lot about uh, our thoughts on what the union have to do. I think it's a great chance now, JP, for us to bring in someone that could talk about the other squad, FC Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah. So tell us about our guest and let's yeah. uh, welcome him in. Yeah. So um, from FC Cincy Soccer Talk, uh, we have the Rev, also known as Coach Go. Coach, what is going on? And welcome on in. How you feeling? There you no, go, Coach. Great. Glad to be here. Happy to join you. I'm trying to get the camera sorted out here. I had no idea that you were going with the full close-up here. No, you look you look good, Coach. You look good. How, how's the hanging over in Cincinnati? What's, what's going on there today? Well, uh, I actually live in Berkeley, California. I am a native Cincinnatian, and I moved out here to go to school. So I can say my weather is probably much better than there. Um, but, you know, before we get started with all this, you know, less important soccer stuff, I have to take, I have to pick a bone with you guys about casseroles. Because saying you don't like casseroles is like saying you don't like sandwiches. I mean, there's such a variety. You can put them together in a number of different ways. So like, you know, a nice sweet potato casserole with the, the marshmallows melted and caramelized on top. You know, nothing brown sugar in there. That would be a casserole, right? A casserole <laughs> is basically like just a pie for regular food. I mean, I mean, I get the green bean casserole. We don't need to talk about that. That's like saying like, well, a liver and onion sandwiches is what we're going to talk about when we talk about sandwiches, right? I think casseroles are a legitimate food group, especially in the Midwest. West, which is what this is all about right <laughs> <laughs> all right first of all i want to say i will agree with you that our it's weird we're in the virtual world so much and it's still always we're never surprised me i should say the way that cameras zoom in so much closer on you when you're on a show versus like when you're set up and then when you're on the show it's like bloop, bloop, 
Um, but it's great that we can have you here. I see you've got a nice setup behind you. And I was all for it until you started Team Casserole. <laughs> because it does remind me of, of a pot pie, I guess. Of like, here are just all these random ingredients of vegetables. And maybe we are eating the wrong casserole. Well, again, I've never eaten a casserole, to be honest. But uh, Babita's calling you a stone cold, stone cold Steve Austin vibes that you're giving right now. That's hilarious. Um, but... As you're mentioning, casseroles, I guess, are an acquired taste where maybe, especially out in the West, it's an important thing to just throw together all your leftovers and see what you got. <laughs> but I'm curious to know, where did the name Coach come from? What's your what's your official name? I don't know. Do you, do you let people know your, your real name or do you only go by Coach? How, how did the naming come about for you? Yeah, uh, my name is Brad Goff, and uh, they call me coach on Cincinnati Soccer Talk mainly because uh, basically I had a career in coaching prior to doing what I'm doing now, which I'm in school. I'm actually in seminary. Uh, so I was kind of like the consummate coach. I was always trying to tell everybody how to do everything. So I kind of got this nickname coach uh, when I stopped coaching collegiately um, because I had my third child and things were getting really busy on the recruiting trail and things like that. Uh, I kind of kept the name coach and I sunk all my uh, desire to tell people what they're missing uh, from my coaching career into, you know, working with Cincinnati Soccer Talk, covering FC Cincinnati, uh, writing articles about how goals were happening kind of from a 30,000 foot tactical view. Uh, so, you know, FC Cincy Tac Talk is my Twitter handle and kind of getting really into the tactics of it. And then also I have a formal, former uh, FC Cincinnati player and Arsenal player, Justin Hoyt, who does the podcast with me. So we get like a player's perspective and a coach's perspective as opposed to uh, the regular show that goes more into, you know, the, the fan perspective on things. That is awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely have to get your tactic uh, th <laughs> thoughts one one of these days here. But, you know, as I always ask Cincinnati people, Coach, you know, obviously your history in the MLS, it, it, it's taken a crazy turn. You guys back-to-back -back Spoon uh, winners and now Supporter Shield winners, man. So just for you personally, like how do you deal with just like the quick turnaround like that? Yeah, I mean, I always knew that it was possible because the fan culture that exists in Cincinnati and the support that the team has, you, you could see that the groundwork was there. Uh, but going through those years of wooden spoons, I mean, it's just crushing for your soul. I mean, folks in Philadelphia are not any strangers to having crushing sports seasons, right? And especially covering the team. It's like, how many times do you come on and, and talk about, uh, you know, a team that is just continuing to lose, continuing to lose in the same ways. So having the season last season where all of a sudden uh, they were a legitimate team that was fun to watch, even if they were still losing some games that they shouldn't, you know, uh, was really, really life-giving for us as a fan group. And I think that you've seen that in the stadium. I think that you've seen that in the number of podcasts and things that are now covering FC Cincinnati and kind of the traction that we're getting. And, and then to win a supporter shield, it's like, I mean, I would never even believe that this was possible this season. I knew it was possible in the future, but I think I picked them to finish fifth this season or something. Um, well behind the union, well behind some of the other teams, you know, a, lo a low fifth, let's say. So uh, Supporter Shield is, I think, uh, for me as a fan, that would be the trophy that I would want my team to win above all others, just because it gives you the the season. Uh, the joy of the season having, you know, experiencing it. Obviously, the MLS Cup gives you that star on the crest. So now that's what I want because that's the one I don't have. But I, it's been such a great season watching the Orange and Blue play. 
Oh, I love I, I love that because it's it's wild. You know, a lot of times when we talk about our jobs and, and being able to cover sports and follow teams, you know, it's it's we sometimes forget to take a step back and just enjoy the moment and enjoy the growth and being so close to SC Cincinnati and seeing their progression to win the Supporters Shield, to be a top team in the league, to even see the the traction and the covering that the coverage that they're getting. You know, those are the moments that's why we do what we do, honestly. And I know you're getting in the chat. Gator Zone says, I love coach. Brian saying, uh, I'm not on Team Casserole. You're committing blasphemy, <laughs> but you are a coach because you're the smartest guy on CST. King Crabs, we're talking Casserole. Yes, we're talking Casserole with a playoff game in a few days. I know. But it is Thanksgiving, too, coming up. So, But more importantly, we've got playoff games coming up this weekend, finally. So let's talk about the game a little bit more specifically. We have been talking a lot about the fact there's been this huge break between the first round and now the Eastern Conference semifinals. Of course, FC Cincinnati's had even longer of a break. So what has the team, you know, been doing? What's been kind of the process, days off, that you can talk us through for FC Cincinnati that what you, in terms of what you've seen in their preparation leading up to Saturday? Yeah, I think that Pat Noonan got his ability to handle a team through breaks by doing it with the Philadelphia Union. Uh, so I would imagine it's pretty similar to how Jim Curtin has been doing it with his guys. Uh, he gave some of the players that had really heavy minutes on their legs some extra time off. Uh, Brandon Vasquez uh, recently had a, a baby. So him and his wife and his child went to a resort for a little R&R. Right. Uh, obviously, we have guys going out on international duty. So the word from the practice field is like a lot of academy products hanging out and uh, putting some fine tuning on some small groups working together. Right. So you want to get, uh, you know, if you don't have all of your strikers there, you don't want to just play all the strikers. You want to get maybe that right sided wing back with that striker that you anticipate drifting out to the right more and putting them in drills together and just finding whatever groupings and pairings that you can, uh, which is what I think that Pat Noonan has been doing, as well as just nursing those injured players back to health you guys have you know Julian Carranza Jakob Glesnes we have Hopi Wobodo uh who is a big miss Santi Arias Alvis Powell guys working off to the side so it's a lot of just you know trying to get right and then hopefully they're working on some weeks since you know this will be our third matchup of the year coach um obviously the main storyline for you guys is no MLS defender of the year in 23 Matt Miazga you know, for, for for people in Philly who aren't familiar with the situation, just kind of tell us briefly kind of what took place and what are you guys doing to prepare without Miyazaki? That's huge. That question stumped him, JP. <laughs> Apparently, Coach was so focused on that question that we uh, we lost him for a moment there, unfortunately. We'll see if we're able to get him back in just oh, a second. But... That question had, listen, when you lose the defensive player of the year, it's heartbreaking. It's, 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 it's heartbreaking enough to make your computer even say, I'm over this conversation. You reminded us of what we don't want to talk about. Um, huge hit there. And I, I liked a lot of the points of what coach was sharing and we'll see if we can get him back. Maybe he's able to quit and try to come back again. I know Tyler Zuli's on the case guys. Don't worry. Wait a minute. Vice I just realized if we're Shaq and Kobe, I don't know who is who. I just real. I think you're more of the Shaq and maybe I'm the Kobe. Um, Shaq is on and behind the scenes trying to figure out what's going on with coach. But um, 
yeah, it's it's interesting when you when you think about it. And what he's ta- the main thing he's talking about is exactly what we've said: getting healthy. Yeah, you know, being able to get for for the union specifically, getting like a Julian Carranza time to recover and not having to rush back. Uh, you know, for both teams, for every team, all eight teams, having a chance to be able to get guys back healthy during this time off, even though you have some that are still away for the interna- international break, you still have plenty that are able to now you know, take some days off, have some time off and just relax. Yeah, no, absolutely. And obviously they've had the, they have the challenge as well. Um, so it, we'll see how both teams, how they'll come out. It's going to be big. So you'll always find that out within the first couple minutes of that match on Saturday. So we'll see how both teams have been able to prepare for it. But it's going to be interesting. I'm really curious about Miazga. Obviously, like you mentioned, very important piece of Cincinnati. Um, he was one of their big signings last year in the middle of the season. I mean, he's kind of the anchor defensively. Um, but, yeah, so I'm curious to see what what will happen, what they'll do to kind of replace him as well. Well, while we're talking about replacing, we're trying to work to see if we can get Coach back. Um, if not, we'll I know we'll send him, send him a, a quick message to see if he can join back in again. Um, sometimes technology, guys, just does not lie to be great. But here we are. We are back. Hey. We were saying, Coach, that JP's question stumped you so much. You didn't want to have to answer. You didn't want to talk about it. But um, let's let's. I don't know what where you lost us. But JP, I'll let you re-ask your yeah. question, and then uh, we'll we'll hopefully pick up from there. Yeah, Coach. <laughs> so just real quick, just kind of tell people in Philly who aren't familiar with the situation briefly the Matt Miaz situation and kind of how you guys are preparing without Miaz going Saturday. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with Matt Miazga, he's kind of a. a like, I don't know what language I can use here. He's kind of a jerk, let's just say at times, but he's that jerk that you love to have on your team and you hate to play against. He's always playing on the edge, uh, but specifically he's playing on the edge of attitude more than on reckless challenges. Uh, so you probably heard the statistic that out of his uh, 10 yellow cards this season, only three of them were for tackles, something like that. It might've been 11 yellow cards, three for tackles. So the rest were for descent. So after the Red Bulls match, he got booked during the Red Bulls match for complaining to the ref, actually not even during, right after the final whistle, after the goal was called back. Uh, And then he got booked again during the shootout after he put his penalty away for blowing kisses and making heart symbols uh, to the crowd, which I'm not one that's saying like, oh, he was just trying to express his love. No, he he was being a jerk and we all know that. Uh, But so he is suspended for this match uh, because of yellow card accumulation, because uh, those two yellow cards didn't count as red, but they did count towards the three yellow cards that you had to, you know, somehow get over three matches in order to um, actually be suspended. And FC Cincinnati only played two matches, but somehow Matt Miazga managed to do it. So he will not be with us on Saturday. Uh, In terms of his importance of the team, He's the MLS Defender of the Year. He plays in the central of defense and the center of a back three that includes two youngsters in Yersin Mascara and Ian Murphy. Uh, Nick Hagland, our other veteran center back, has gone down for the season with a torn hamstring. He's already had surgery to repair it. He's done uh, for this calendar year. So his experience missing is a huge issue, not only because he's such a quality player, but because then you have to move one of those youngsters into the center and you have to bring in a non-center back, either Ray Gattis, who you all know well, or Alvis Powell, who you all know well, to play in that other center back position. So you start to, it's the domino effect if you change one position and a bunch of other have to change. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What a wild, wild incident that was. Um, thank you for sharing for those that weren't aware. Obviously, you've been a lot closer to it and can give a, a better perspective of that and also what Cincy's doing um, around it in terms of preparing for this weekend. So, 
my last question for you, coach, before we let you go and I'll let JP jump in after me is um, tactically, you know, what do you think it will take when you're looking at this matchup Saturday for FC Cincinnati to knock off the union and win in the Eastern conference semifinals, put your hat on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think what's going to be super interesting is to actually see what Jim Curtin does without, if Jakob Glesnes can't go because he has tended to match FC Cincinnati's three, five, two formation with three center backs. And I think a lot of that is not only trying to deal with two dynamic forwards, but then trying to deal with where Lucho Acosta is going to pop up on the pitch because he floats everywhere. Uh, I don't think that he's going to be able to do that. I think he's going to have to roll with a four back. So that puts you guys into that four, four, two diamond, uh, which means there's a lot of, uh, empty space on the outsides of the pitch. Uh, so I am absolutely trying to pick on Mbizo. I'm trying to get Alvaro Barial into the attack. I'm hopeful that Santi Arias can play on the right. If not, you're probably going to see Alvis Powell. And I am going to rely on long diagonals constantly, trying to get that diamond to shift to one side of the field, then try to get it to the other as quickly as possible and see if we can make those shuttlers, uh, you know, Ali Bedoya and those guys run their tails off just trying to cover ground. Defensively, it's going to be all about not falling asleep when, you know, Mikel Ura and those guys make those darting runs in behind. They are so good at running across the back line in behind the center backs. And when you're going to do it from the side that has Ray Gaddis or Alvis Powell playing center back, they're not used to doing that. Can they track those runs uh do they even have the pace to track those runs so that is going to be key um that's what i'm going to be looking for in terms of how to combat that on the defensive side i don't think you really can you try to keep the ball as much as possible you try to press to not give the philadelphia union the open um passing lanes to hit those balls but when those balls are played i think you're going to be put in 1v1 defense and you're going to rely on that defender and roman celentano to try to keep the shot uh, out of the back of the net and live to fight another day Okay. All right. Um, so, Mike, last question here. I wanted to talk. I'm not sure how how up to date you guys are with the Kai Wagner situation, but he will not play on Saturday. He's obviously really big. Pat Noonan can tell you everyone to say how big Kai is for Philadelphia. But has there been any talk amongst co- the coaching staff, Cincinnati, or just your opinion in general, how Cincinnati plans to attack that left side of that pitch? Yeah, again, the interesting thing here is that our right wing back, Santi Arias, is injured. So he's trying to work himself back. So we're not uh, really, uh, we don't know if he's going to be able to play. Um, and traditionally, FC Cincinnati attack up the left side way more because they have Alvaro Barrial, you know, best 11 left back out there, or at least an all-star, if nothing else. Um, so it will be interesting to see if a guy like Alvis Powell can step into that role or if Santi Arias is healthy enough. If that is the case, I would expect to see a much more balanced attack Uh, But I think where you all will miss Wagner more will be on the offensive side, right? And I think what that will allow FC Cincinnati to do is just be way more aggressive pushing forward on that right side, whether it's Powell, whether it's Arias, and kind of take risks there thinking, you know, is Harriel going to beat us coming up the left? Uh, Maybe, but I think that'll be the place that we will say, you know what, if Philly beats us because Nathan Harriel has an, an outstanding offensive game, then, you know, it was meant to be. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, we'll see what happens. I said I had one. That was my last one. Last question. But I actually I'm now curious because of your thoughts. uh, What is your score prediction that you have, coach? What's what are you seeing uh, in terms of a final score for Saturday? 
Yeah, I really, really don't like doing predictions, but because you asked so nicely, uh, I guess I'm going to have to. Um, I think that I see it being a higher scoring game than is typical between these two squads. I mean, I know we saw a 2-2 match in Philadelphia, but that was, you know, with rotated teams. Lucho Acosta wasn't playing. Um, I anticipate it being in that 2-2 range again. I wouldn't be surprised to see it go into penalties. That's my answer, non-answer. If you force me to like submit a score i think that i'm gonna say uh 2-1 to fc cincinnati and i'm just gonna hope that second goal that i know the union is there is skied over the bar by somebody from point blank range oh interesting interesting well we'll see what happens we'll see what happens thank you so much for weighing in and sharing with us your insight on what's going on with fc cincinnati how you you predict the game is going to go and also about your casserole takes (laughs) we appreciate you taking time to join us here on phoi union thanks coach yeah thanks for having me and thanks for dealing with my technology issues appreciate you no worries. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I just have to plug away for him. Guys, if you ever like have a hankering, just want to know what's going on since tonight, please go follow Cincy Soccer Talk. Those guys have been doing it for a while, even when they were in USL, and they're just fantastic people. So shouts out to Coach. And, and thank you to Cincy Soccer Talk as well. Yeah, yeah. And I expected him to pick Cincy, of course, to win. Um, absolutely was not thinking he was going to come on here and say that Union are going to win. Um, in the chat, you guys are hilarious. As always, I'm not calling Tyler fat. I'm just saying someone has to be Shaq in the Shaq and Kobe duo. Hey, listen, Shaq wasn't fat. He was Diesel. Uh, he was Diesel. I don't, I don't get fat out of it. I just get, you know, dominant in the paint. Yeah. Right. As, as you can tell by my, my build. Clearly. You clearly, know, my, guys. My, my slender build. I, <laughs> I was, I was always though, dominant in the paint. <laughs> Absolutely, Tyler. I expect nothing less. Uh, Bad Beater is saying since his downfall will be beautiful and you'll enjoy it. Mm. You were telling, I saw that earlier. Um, just to rehash some of the other comments for those that are listening to us on podcast platforms. Um, so then Brian is saying both teams think they should be the favorite going into the match. That's very interesting to see. Without a doubt, Brian. Coach is giving Max Kellerman vibes. So, of course, naturally, Eugene Krabs asked, or excuse me, King Krabs, my apologies, hey. mea culpa, said, uh, so is Renee, and it's weird, it's talking third person, um, am I Stephen A? No! Or am I? Oh, we're seeing, what was that show, General Hospital he was on? Stephen A. Smith? Oh, come on. He was on some, like. I'm on, ge- I mean, I could cross over. I didn't see him on General Hospital. Was it? I'm not sure if it was maybe Days of Our Lives. I don't know. The, the, like that, that daytime soap opera. Like he was literally. <sighs> I could totally that. do that. Count me in. <laughs> Why did know. you break my heart? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We both wanted to. Ju- wow. We both wanted to daytime TV at the same time. I was on playing. Too many novellas. <laughs> Telenovelas. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I could, I could probably. I've done some acting in my day of, uh, you know, being on the, the screens, big screens. So maybe, you know, I could cross over and do some daytime TV. But we've talked <laughs> casseroles. We've talked acting. Uh, we've talked about a lot. But we uh, also need to give our score predictions, JP. No, we do not. We do not. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first. You All got right. this. Um, I, again, I feel confident. The positivity train rolls into Cincinnati. TQL Stadium. I like the union here. I just think that the playoff experience that the union have, what Cincinnati has done this year is great. And they absolutely should be proud of themselves. And I think that what they did this year is going to be a stepping stone to what they will create. Because I do think that the championships are coming to Cincinnati eventually. But I think it's not just yet. And I think that this break actually plays into Philly's favor. So I like the union winning here. I got a 2-1 victory. I think the union will, will start off fast. And like I talked about, 
those first 10 to 15 minutes are going to be so important. And oh, for the yeah. Union, you got to start off quick. you got to try to get a goal. But I think the Union get like a nice 2 nothing lead, and then Cincinnati gets one. We're going to be sweating bullets for like the last 10, 15 minutes of this match. But I think at the end, we will get the job done. Eastern Conference Finals, baby! So your final score is 2-1? to 2-1. to one. <laughs> Don't tell me you got 2-1. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the exact same I have. And we didn't... King Crab is saying 2-1, good side also. Like, I didn't plan that. Um, yeah. Brian, you're saying you're Brian's thinking 3-2. FC Cincy, uh, Babita is saying 1-0 Cincy. Oh, man, you guys are on the rock show. All right, so here's my thought process. Now, I know Coach is saying it feels like it could be a shootout. It could be a high-scoring game. Okay. It could be because, as you're saying, Brian, both teams' defenses are definitely lacking. They're without their main their two key players. It's hard to be in the postseason and be missing Defensive Player of the Year for 2023. And Matt, and then on the other side, Kai, who was 2022 defensive player of the year finalist and runner-up. So it is absolutely two groups that their defensive units are lacking. But I still don't know that offensively I'm at I'm that optimistic. I see it being a little I, I see it being two one. Also, same exact score, union win. I'm I'm going to pick the union for this one. I know I've been a little less optimistic in my day. Apparently we had the exact same score, but my reasoning being, I feel like you have to the first 15 minutes are huge. And I recently did um yeah. an NCAA tournament game and it was a similar situation where one team hadn't played, it was actually Michigan, hadn't played for over a week. And they came out, they hit the post, they had chance early, they ended up losing the game because they weren't able to capitalize early. When you haven't played in a, in a while, and it's been over a week, you're very fresh. You're, mm -hmm. all, you're excited. You finally get to beat up on somebody else. You've been playing against your own teammates. You've been having inner squad, squad scrimmages and mimicking a game week, but you haven't actually had a game. So those first 15, 20 minutes, you're going to come out buzzing. And both of these teams are going to do that. So it's important that they come out, like you talk about, playing on the front foot, playing aggressive, creating chances early, take control of the tempo, and get your feet under you. And I do see this being – I was you said go up 2-0, but then FC Cincinnati comes back. I think it's going to be similar to that Wednesday game, the second time they played, where the Union are going to put up two goals. But this time I don't think they're up 2 nothing. I think it's going to end up being a 1-1, and the Union squeeze mm. out a game winner okay. in regulation because obviously we don't want to go to PKs. Um, but looking at their past two games so far this season, um, both results, how they played out, how they shook out, I feel like if the Union can come out and play, as we talked about, playing aggressive, good movement, good shape, I think they win this game. Guys, I think I'm going to try to hop on the optimism train with you, JP, and say Cincinnati. the Union win this 2-1, and we're going to Cincinnati and then to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> I said it. I said it. I played Florida. Use a nice little Florida trip. Sun. <laughs> Getting a little ahead of myself, I know. Gator Zone is saying 3-1 Cincy. Vasquez is due. Brian's all saying whoever scores first. I could see whoever scores first, to be honest. Because I don't know. I don't know if they're going to, if either of them will have it and then make a comeback. It's going to be so close that the margin of error is going to be so slim. And, you know, for the union, I, I like them in the playoff situation. I do. I do. I know Tyler wasn't feeling as optimistic. Shaq, do you want to weigh in on your predictions yeah, for the I, game? I, it's, it's funny that a lot of people are going high score, and I think it's it's probably primarily because what you you guys and coach have talked about because of the, the injuries on the defensive side of things. Um, I think that this is just one of those situations where going on the road and 
playing in that environment, Cincinnati has been insane. That fan base has been like you just see the post of them like it, it's it's <laughs> like it's like Premier League light. Um, I'm not going to take it that far. That Correct. was a little we, bit, yes. that was hyperbolic, but you get my point. Like Cincinnati's been off the charts this season. Um, I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, um, and I'm taking I'm going to take FC Cincinnati to win this one one nothing. Okay. Sorry, mm. one nil. <laughs> I like the honest answer for Tyler. Man, King Crab saying since he losing Joe Burrow and then to the Union can't get any worse. Listen, Bengals fans are struggling right easy, now. There's a lot of teams in the NFL struggling right now because there, there are there have been so many injuries across the NFL uh, specifically. But it's time to make things a little bit worse in Cincy, and hopefully the Union are able to go in, take care of business, and get the job done Saturday. Fingers crossed. Fingers Finger, crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, with that being said, guys, because I'm excited about playoffs, guys, what better way than to use the fo use FOCO for all of your gear, not only Union, Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, and Flyers as well. They are the number one in manufacture for sports memorabilia and merchandise. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, when you use the promo code PHLY for selective sale items, you will get 20 or 20% off there. So, ladies and gentlemen, you, or sorry, 10% off. You will you get 10% off there. So, use the promo code PHLY. And thank you to our sponsor here, FOCO. Trying to go off straight on the dome for that one. 20% would have been nice, but right. it is 10% with PHLY. <laughs> False <here>. alarm. <laughs> um, but no, I think I, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. You know, I'm 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 coming around slowly. Uh, it is it is match week, so I'm interested and excited to see how things progress. I know we got some Cincy fans in the chat, so you guys are like obviously it. pulling for FC Cincinnati. I like that. Understand it. Glad you're here on PHLI Union podcast and joining us. There, both of these teams are dealing with some similar issues. Not at full strength. Did at least have a chance to have three weeks off to get as many of their guys healthy again coming back you know back into things of course there's been the international break of you know still having for the union seven different players that are representing their team so they're still playing games just not with the union so i'm i'm just so interested to see how things shake out and uh also i'm interested to see because there is still more international game there are yeah. still more international games going on even tonight uh, that the U.S. plays as they are facing off against Trinidad and Tobago tonight, 7 p.m. in the Nations League. Yeah, Nace Nations League is That's going fun. on tonight. So, JP, what, there's been, there's been for stuff. all of our guys, they're all representing and doing mm -hmm. pretty well yeah. for the most part. So, here's your update, guys. Um, Gazdag actually did get a star. He did play 45 minutes. Um, this was yesterday. Uh, Hungary's on a tear right now. Congrats to them. Obviously, we yeah. talked about their their qualifications to Euros, but they beat Montenegro Montenegro three one. Um, Andre Blake and Damian Lowe. Um, they Blake started um, on the 18th. I do believe they're on again tonight. I'll have to double check. But in the on the game on the 18th against Canada, um, Blake started. Lowe did not. Lowe did not come into the match. Um, so that second game against Canada should be here tonight. Uh, Taibo Ribo, like we talked about. A lot of games he's been playing. So since the last time we talked, there's been a 2-1 loss to Romania. Um, and then tomorrow, uh, today, actually, I'm sorry, today, Andorra and Israel probably going on right now as we speak. Uh, El Brujo Martinez in Venezuela is uh, nil-nil draw against Ecuador. They are back at it tomorrow at 9 p.m. against Peru. 
Uh, the kids, Jack and <laughs> Nate, the with the U23s, uh, they played yesterday to a 1-1 draw against Egypt. I did not see Jack McGlynn, but Nate did start, and that was really, really huge. And then selfishly, of course, and I'm so happy Renee <laughs> tweeted at me, or x I don't know what you go call ahead. it now. X go ahead, JP. My Colombia! Ganamos contra Brasil! <laughs> Colombia beat Brazil for the first time in World Cup qualifications! My fiance still can't stand me after Thursday night. And it's funny because I come I come in on Saturday, I see our producer Tyler. Tyler's asking me if I'm still if I'm down from my high from that one. I was like, no, I'm not. Are we, you now? No, nah, I can't. <laughs> like I understand, like Brazil, I can't stand just because of that. They always dominate us. And so Understandable. I was it was a big, big one on Thursday. But yeah, that's that's international break in a nut in a nutshell. As soon as I saw the news about Columbia, I was like, JP! I really Go you. JP! I, th- I mean, mean a lot to me. Like you said, it was your World Cup. It was. It, was. Your World Cup. it, it really did. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the parade, but hey, I'm always. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> you want a qualifying match? You want a parade? And then the last bit, wow. tidbit. Um, so today, obviously, for those who don't know, in 2024 we will have Copa America back in the United States. Woo-woo. We have some news. The opener will be in Atlanta. The final will be in Miami. Can Philadelphia get Copa America? I would be so excited. I don't care what matches here in Philly. I just want Copa America here. But also, too, like, that will be, like, the appetizer for Philadelphians Mm. with the World Cup because Copa America is huge. It's rare that it plays outside of South America. So, Philly, get ready because if it comes here, I need y'all to be crazy with me, okay? I know it's a, such an exciting time for the for the next couple of years yeah. um, for what Philly is hosting. Here, I mean, across sports, I know we were talking about the Philly show because the M- MLB All Star is going to be 2025 in Philly because it's 2024 in Atlanta, 2025 in Philly, right? Was it 2026 in Philly? Six, my bad, years. 2026. In Philly, MLB All-Star, Huge. just like we're having the World Cup, Copa America is going to be in the United States regardless of where the actual, what actual city it's going to be in. Sports for the next few years, uh, years are going to be really booming in, in America. Philly especially is going to be hosting some major international tournaments and games, which we love that because that means we get to easily go see them and, and be right there down at the game and tailgating and having fun in the mix. So just showing Philly so on, a, on a global stage is really cool to me. Oh, gosh, I know. I love it. I love it. Well, that being said, I know in the chat you guys were asking about or making comments, King Krabs, about if we feel better about the Eagles' chances or the Union. Before we wrap up, JP, I'm feeling better about – I'm feeling good about both of them, I guess I would say. I definitely feel better about the but I, I do. I didn't want to say it, but you said it. So I feel better about the Eagles for sure. Um, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for the game tonight. Looking forward to Eagles getting redemption, a nice Super Bowl yeah. rematch. Looking forward to them hopefully playing a nice complete game, minimizing turnovers. Tonight, hmm? We can't talk about Swift tonight, though. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> the only Swift I want to talk about is DeAndre. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that other Swift. <laughs> and I hope we don't have to. <laughs> I just want to see football. I just want to talk about the game. That's well, all. Well, actually, in the MLS, Becky Jean, Sebastian get maybe getting back together for all my celebrity uh, relationships. Nobody cares. I mean, we care. That's what I said. I didn't. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Oops. Did you? Did I say that loud? Did I say that loud? <laughs> no. I love it. I love when pop culture and entertainment and stuff overlaps with sports because it makes it fun. It's like crossover of fans. 
You can't just be X's and O's all the time, guys. Come on. I guess, whatever. <laughs> all right, well, we've got Eagles taking on the Chiefs tonight. Uh, we will have our Eagles post-game show. None of us will be on it. We'll be all cheering and watching from home. And then we'll be back for more PHL Union content all week, actually. We've got some fun stuff coming your way for Thanksgiving. We will be also previewing the matchup on Saturday. And then uh, we'll be also in the action playing Saturday. No, just kidding. But we'll be in the action Saturday talking about it, following it. So stay tuned for much more on PHLI Union Podcast as we are ready for the Let's Eastern go. Conference semifinals, JP. Let's go. I'm so excited, guys. And if you guys are going to be in the South Jersey area, I'll be in Common Grounds Coffee Shop in Oakland, New Jersey. That will be hosted by Sporting Serotonin. So make sure you guys stay tuned. But, yeah, drop in the comments. Where you watching the game? Get excited. Get excited. Like we'll see you guys next time. Let's go Union. Let's go Eagles. Let's go all Philly sports. See you next time here on PHOI Union Podcast. Have a good one, guys. Let's go, Birds. Dude. 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 Dude.